Welcome to another episode of Joyful Recovery in Christ, a podcast dedicated to Christians in recovery. While we use the traditional 12 steps as a guide, we clearly define Jesus Christ as our higher power, in fact, the highest power, and we base our recovery on a vibrant faith in Jesus. One thing is certain, in Christ there is joyful recovery from whatever you're facing today. I'm your host, Pastor Jim. This week we're continuing our study of three chapters from the book of Romans, chapters 6, 7, and 8, and we're calling this study the Freedom Chronicles. Currently we're looking at chapter 6, in which Paul discusses how sinners find freedom from the tyranny of sin. Today we'll talk about the benefits of living a godly life, we'll talk about the wages of a sinful life, and we'll especially talk about God's gift. Our text comes from verses 18 through 23 of chapter 6, and they read as follows, quote, You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. I am using as an example from everyday life because of your human limitations. Just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to ever-increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness, leading to holiness. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of. Those things result in death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord." Close quote. Last time, Paul talked a great deal about slavery. Not only our slavery to sin, but also the benefit of being, as he said, a slave to righteousness. In today's text, Paul continues that theme, albeit in a different way. In verse 19, we're told this, quote, Just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity, into ever-increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness, leading to holiness." Before God stepped in and called us to faith, our sinning was progressive. Pastor and Christian author J. Vernon McGee said it this way. He said, I used to go out and paint the town red. Then I'd wake up the next morning looking for a bigger brush and a bigger bucket of paint." Paul exhorts us to be driven in that same way, but instead to offer ourselves to a godly life. You'll recall these words spoken by Jesus in Matthew's Gospel, "...seek first God's kingdom and His righteousness." 
Seeking God first in life will lead to godly living. Godly living will lead to a life well spent, not a life of dissipation that is the inevitable result of practicing our slavery to impurity. Paul expands on that slavery in verses 20 and 21. Listen, quote, When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Those things result in death. Close quote. We're reminded of the prodigal who went to that far country and wasted his inheritance in sinful living. Why did he go to the far country? Well, so he could be anonymous, so he could f- sin freely without the interference of his father. In the same way, when we were slaves to sin, we were free from the control of God's righteousness. But think back. What benefit did you reap during those times? Any benefit at all? If you're like me, there's a lot of shame connected with those times. But eventually, there's an even worse consequence to that kind of living. Death. Not just physical death, we all die physically sooner or later. But death as it's described in scripture, spiritual death, the second death as the Bible refers to it, eternal separation from God. As Paul previously reminded us, we're going to have to serve sin or serve Christ. Jesus himself said that we can't serve two masters. And even Bob Dylan figured that out in his song, Gonna Serve Somebody. As Bob said, it may be the devil or it may be the Lord, but you're gonna serve somebody. Fortunately, for those of us who have been redeemed by the blood of Christ, there's good news. Paul reveals that good news in the next verse. Quote, Now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness, and the result is eternal life. Close quote. As born-again disciples of God's Son, we receive credit for the holy life Christ led while he walked the dusty roads of Palestine. In that sense, God declares us to be holy for Christ's sake. And because of God's gracious declaration, the result for us is eternal life. Notice that Paul speaks of eternal life in the present tense. He says the result is eternal life. Those of us who are in Christ have eternal life as a present possession. But are we tempted to return to our old way of life from time to time? Sure we are. 
but we would have to be out of our minds to trade the life of faith we have now for the life of sin we had then. Finally, Paul wraps up this chapter with this familiar verse, quote, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Close quote. Again, Paul references the idea of eternal death. The wages of sin is death. But here he defines death as our wages for sinning. Friends, as sinners, we get what we work so hard for. We work hard to sin more and more. We want nothing to do with God or his word. We want to be left alone. Finally, the day comes that we get our wish and we receive the wage we are due and we finally get our wish, eternal separation from God, that second death. But there's an incredible gift waiting for those who have Jesus as their master. The gift is, as Paul puts it, eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. And since eternal life is a gift, there's nothing we can do to earn it. And we certainly don't deserve it. And yet, it pleases God to give us this most wonderful gift, a gift we'll enjoy along with all the saints forever and ever. And so we mark the end of chapter six. Paul has revealed the way to be free from sin's tyranny. And that way is through faith in Jesus. In chapter seven, we're going to discuss how to free ourselves from the condemnation of the law. That discussion will commence next time. Hope to see you then. This is your host, Pastor Jim, wishing you God's richest blessings.